Would you like to know everything about how to source products directly from China? Raise those pinkies because in today's episode, we're going to show you how everything works. Presented by Advertise Mint. The Duke of Digital will guide you through the rapidly changing landscape of digital marketing, social media, and how to grow your business online. To submit a question for the show, text 323-821-2044 or visit dukeofdigital.com. If you need an expert to fix your ads, the friendly team at Advertise Mint is ready to help. Visit advertisement, that's M-I-N-T, dot com or call 844-236-4686 to grow your business. Here's your host, Brian Miet. All right. We have a special guest today in the studio, Michael Wogu. Thank you so much for being here. Well, Brian, thanks for having me here. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm stoked for today because this is, uh, you know, we we have an incredible story that goes back. You have an incredible story. Um, you know, it's you. I met you back in MBA school, yes. um, which was a long, long time ago. Uh, and and now you, you've gone on to build Embargo, yes. uh, which is a, a hugely successful leather bags and accessories company. Yes. Um, you know, if, if you haven't, anyone listening should go check this out. It's uh, not Embargo the way it's spelled. It's uh, M-B-A-R-Q-G-O, yes. uh, which is tricky. So you've got to make sure you get that right. Um, but I was just looking through some of the products in like the Centurion in black. Yes. He has like the coolest little holster. Um, it's like uh, for men, but you wear it and you can put like your cell phone in it, like your packing heat. Yes. Um, I love it. And then you have the coolest card holder uh, that, you know, I'm such a big fan of like a business card holder. You know, whenever you're meeting someone, there's some people that like pull a card out of their pocket and it's all crumpled yes. or wrinkly or has lint on it. You have like the slickest looking card holder. We were like, that's, that's legit. Uh -huh. Like you bring that out and people are like, oh, this guy's doing business. <laughs> so I did I did I miss anything? Um, tell me, you oh, know, you got it. What? You got it. So, you know, embargo. Yep. M-B-A-R-Q, uh, G-O, embark on your journey. Go get what you seek. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, we, uh, it's a funny thing, you know, I actually, um, one of the, uh, principles, like one of the, uh, metrics that I was pushing embargo, uh, forward with was, uh, can it be a big comfy on handbago? Oh yes. man, we were going way back on that <laughs> Way one. back in the day. So handbago was the, the premier site for handbags and, um, started by a special, Special guy. So, so I don't think I've talked about that on the show yet. Okay. This was a business that I had uh, that was like an uh, kind of like Etsy, mm -hmm. but for designer handbags. It and was I, the only one. It was the only one at the time. Uh, this was back, uh, man, it was like, I'm trying to think what other sites were kind of launching at the same time. Like Groupon was launching. I remember, um, what are some of the, the big fashion like deal sites were kind of launching at the same time? There was a couple, but Handbagger was the, the only, only one, one that did uh, designer handbags. Yes. Uh, and that's crazy. Yeah, we worked with uh, hundreds, almost thousands of yes. handbag designers helping them sell stuff online. And my thing was, okay, can I, I have the brand. I started the brand. I have a partner. Yep. Can I get my brand, like my production, can I get my production uh, tight enough yep. to be able to um, easily 
you know, have bags on deck for when sales come. Uh-huh. That was one of the, you know, guiding principles as far as it, you know, when my sourcing came. Yep. And through that sourcing, you know, I went through a lot of hoops and I learned a lot of, a lot of stuff that actually I now share with other people. So I want to get to that in a minute, but let, let's go back one step because for embargo, you yes. had it, which is about the journey mm-hmm. um, and the process, which is the embargo is generally when they put, they stop goods in transit yes. and your whole mission was about like going beyond that. Yes. Right. Is that right? Yes. So <clears throat> an embargo is a stoppage of goods from one point to another, you know, embargoes get put on you in life, yeah. you know, and one of the simplest, you know, more um, basic levels is how can you carry all the things that you have on your person, especially as a guy? Yeah. How can you carry all the things? You have your cell phone, you have your wallet, you have your keys, you have business cards, you have a passport, travel uh, ticket. Yep. How do you carry all that stuff and keep it organized, you know, without you losing it or, you know, forgetting it? And so we wanted to make accessories that were uh, functional, but also didn't take away from your style points. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You have style points with the gear you have on your website. You don't want to look frumpy. Yeah. Like a frumpy traveler, like a Mark, you know, like, hey, he's a traveler. Go get him. Yep. So uh, that that was those, you know, there's certain principles that I design with. Is it functional? Does it carry all the things that you know, the guy on the go or now also girl on the go must have. And does it add to the conversation of their image? Oh, I love it. It literally is what I would imagine James Bond would wear if he was just cruising around being like, Hey, I need to have my cell phone today. It's my day off. Yes. What am I, what am I going to wear? Yes. As I go sightseeing or something like that. Like, yes. Uh Oh, it's, it's awesome. Travelers. They want a few things. They want security. Okay. They want uh, also, they don't want to think about where their stuff is. They want organization. And they also like telling a story about themselves without having to say it. Mm-hmm. For people to say, hey, what is, they want conversation starters. So that's what we give them. I love it. Now, before we move on as well, is there, if people wanted to find you, uh, what is the best way for them to be able to connect with you? I mean, they can go to the website mm-hmm. for Embargo. Yes. But is there, can they find you on Instagram or of anywhere course. else? So if you go to the Instagram, it's uh, at M-B-A-R-Q-G-O. M is in Michael, B is in boy, A is in Apple, R is in Robert, Q is in quickly, G is in go, O. I love Embargo. it. Embargo. And that's, go on the Instagram, you know, send us a DM and. Look at our That's stuff. That's it. Go follow uh, these guys right now. They, you've got some cool stuff on thank there. Thank you. Um, very, very stylish. Much more stylish than uh, I am. I always please. look at it and I'm like, mm, I got to step up my game. Like, Well, have you seen our new belt? Look at the belt. Look at the Le Enchanté. Yeah? The Enchanted Buckle. That's what it's called. Oh. It's very cool. I don't even, I, I, now I want it. Le like I don't need to look it up. I'm just going to order <laughs> it right now. It looks like everything else. I imagine yes. it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, so this this brings us to, you know, you've run this successful business mm-hmm. and now you have moved on to China Sourcing Secret. Yes. Dot com, which is a, a, a secondary program that you have, mm-hmm. which came out of you going through the process yes. of learning how to source products 
from China. Yes. And there's, you know, I think now with Amazon FBA and with the ability for people to create Shopify websites, mm -hmm. you know, it now, you know, they want to be able to create a product mm -hmm. to be able to sell it. It's a much more accessible business yes. than it ever was, you yes. know, say 10, 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. It was much more difficult to get products made and manufactured, mm -hmm. larger minimums. Um, and so I was so excited to be able to have you here today. Uh, thank you, man. Because you are now, you know, working directly with individuals that are like, I want to learn the process of how to work with China yes. directly, which yes. there isn't like I, I've, I've worked a little bit in that uh -huh. arena and I have seen quite a few not necessarily landmines, but things that you've got to be careful for. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, walk, walk me through how did this, you know, come to be, um, and, and, you know, give me kind of the, the background on, you know, the, the program. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go, if, I'll go, I'll go back before I go forward. Oh, let's do it. So <clears throat> how did it happen? How did I even come up with this? Well, I, I had like a life changing paradigm and that was, I went from a failing language student. So it, at La Sierra, we had to complete, you know, a year of foreign study. Yeah. I was getting C minuses. W's, F's in all my Spanish classes. And I went to Costa Rica. I went for one summer. I did two quarters in one summer and came back fluent. So I went from getting an F in Spanish 103 yep. to coming back, you know, getting, you know, an A and a, and a A minus and being able to actually speak Spanish. That's awesome. And saw one of your business partners out there, Dave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I come back speaking. So I felt like my 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 connections and my like influence had like just doubled. Yeah. And um, I thought, okay, that confidence made me think. I was watching The Apprentice. Okay. In School of Business. And I thought, <clears throat> if I got on this show, what would be my superpower? And I said, huh, well, what if I could just index heavy on one of the four P's of the marketing mix product? What if I get that mm -hmm. down? So I thought, okay, how can I get product? And at that time I was starting to, from Costa Rica, I saw guys not being able to carry things or carrying little toiletry bags. I said, okay, people need to carry stuff. And I said, okay, let me start looking in downtown LA. I had a horrible experience looking in downtown LA to source materials for embargo. Yep. So I then said, okay, the production capital of the world is China. What if, just wishful thinking, what if I went there? What if I could speak Chinese? And what if I knew how to, to you know, had relationships? It was just wishful thinking back then. But I wrote it down on the wall. And two years later, I ended up in China. So I'm in China and I'm taking classes there I'm running through the uh you know running through the circles and I stay for two years and I come back speaking Chinese now that was when we started sourcing that was our first collection of embargo was sourced in China I come back and I had some wonderful like partners who like really showed me the game shout out to my partner Jerome he really nice. showed me a lot of you know good game on sourcing he actually works for he's in Paris now his last job was sourcing the uniforms for all the Parisian workers and it's over 
I think, 20,000 different SKUs. Oh, wow. So he's, it's, as far as details, yeah. he got it. Yeah. So just being around that. And then when I came back, I, you know, I had some relationships to continue. I had Jerome. But I realized after coming back, I said, I still need, I still need tighter relationships. And then I started to do, I started to go back and forth to China. I did that for about three years. So I've been there for two years. I'm speaking Mandarin. And I started going back for about for three years and building relationships, sourcing all sorts of things from children's clothes to e-cigarettes you know, when, they, when they first came out to other bag and accessory lines for other people to um, uh, shoes, all sorts of stuff. Um, and then I've, I, I took an inventory a couple of years back. I said, man, I really helped a lot of people. Yeah. And I want to be able to share containers with people who I've helped. So I said, I need to help more people. Yeah. So that's how I kind of made it official. And when you say containers, are you talking about shipping containers? Shipping containers. That go yes. on the boats. Okay. So yeah, you're doing big orders. So not, not yet, but I want to be able, my goal yeah. is to be able to have, you know, steady containers coming back and forth yep. that we can share. Oh, I'm so fascinated <clears throat> by this. Okay. So, um, walk us through the beginning kind of process. Someone has an idea for mm -hmm. a product or they want to start creating their own lipstick line or, a, uh, you know, maybe a, a new clothing line mm -hmm. or something that they're like, I want to <clears throat> create. What are some of the first steps that they would go through to set that up Okay, or to start connecting with, a factory in China to be able to, to get some estimates. Okay. So, uh, first things, you know, make sure overall you want to have your idea as dialed in as possible. But one thing you want to avoid when dialing your idea is you want to think about it, but if you haven't been to China, don't overthink it too much. Try to get the details as tight but don't overthink it. Why? Don't overthink it. Because sometimes when you overthink it, you start to make it smaller. And you start to say, oh, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to get that part done. You don't know what you don't know until you know. And um, they, could, they can do everything in China at, at all sorts of different um, calibers. And a lot of people I speak to, they'll say, yeah, I want to do this, but I'm not sure how to do it. So... And then they start thinking about it and they psych themselves out or they start talking to their friends. So I would say, get your idea, you know, try to get as many, um, as many details on it as tight as possible. That's first. Okay. Yeah. So you have to, you have to know what it is you want yes. to get created. Exactly. And okay. some people will have an idea, but they get into this analysis process. I see that all the, I think I see that the most, I see the most. The majority of people I, who I speak with, they have ideas. They're not always like, you know, um, figure it out, but they start getting analysis paralysis. Most people who I speak to. And so that's one thing. Um, second, I would say you have to understand that, okay, you have, you have, Alibaba, 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 AliExpress. Yep. Two great sources to start from. Mm -hmm. But if you really want to build your business, especially when it comes to product, if it's, especially if it has details, 
you're going to want to go over there. So you have to get into your mind that you're going to go over there. If you really want to take your product to the next level, mm-hmm. um, it, it's, it's, if you're buying a house, you got to go and walk through it. If you're buying a car, you're going to kick the tires. You're going to test drive it. Yep. Your product, if you're dating somebody online, you're going to date them, but eventually you're going to see them. Yeah. So Alibaba and AliExpress, if it's what you really want to do, if it's like maybe a, a promotional product one time, two times, that's one thing. But if you're going to keep doing this for the long term, you got to go. And so just like if you're going to date that person on eHarmony, you're going to meet them. So you got to go. So get in your mind that you're going to go over there. And when you go over there, all the ideas you thought you knew about your product, you're going to have, your, your mind's going to be blown. You're going to see so much more. Mm-hmm. So that's why you can't really overthink it because you're going to start with this, but then you're going to end with something usually better, full packaging, gift bag, all sorts of stuff. So you can't, you can't, don't limit your mind by saying, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Of course you don't know. You have the idea, but you're not, you're not the one who's going to, who knows all the tricks and, and things to production. Even if you do production here, yeah, you won't, you won't know. And what I've found, at least in my experience in, in working with sourcing, is you know, there's so many options in terms of like every little step where they'll be like, we can do it the way you want, but if we did it this other way, it would cut the price in half. Or if we did it the way you want, it would double the price, um, but it would have a certain benefit or maybe yes. different than anything else in the market. And I think this is especially critical when you're creating something that does not exist at all. Yes. So there's one thing to make like, you know, a spatula or a, you know, a wooden spoon that, you know, people use to cook with. It's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty open or it's pretty much the same. But if you're creating something completely new, I mm-hmm. think it is critical for you to have the relationships with the factory. So walk me through this. Like, how did you pick or how do you come to find the factories? Because, you know, at least in my experience, when I started out down this journey, there were hundreds of factories that all said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'll make what you want. Yes. And I would then be like, okay. And what I, I did was pick about 10 to 15 factories yes. uh, from Alibaba. I then started to say, send me samples. And nine out of 10 of them, of, of all the products, they were all different. Even though mm-hmm. they were technically the same product, mm-hmm. um, they were all different. They had different specs on the inside. Some of them were loose. And I worked my way until I found the factory that had the one that was exactly the way I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first product was just a private label product. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't even something custom. So it was a matter of, you know, going back and forth. And once I found who I wanted to work with, I then spent all my time and focus on building a relationship with that factory mm-hmm. and putting in the time where, I mean, I, I've never really told anyone this. I wake up at four thirty every morning, go to the gym. When I started working with products, mm-hmm. I now wake up at four, four fifteen and I jump on the computer every morning and talk with mm-hmm. my factory in China. Mm-hmm. It's like, here's what's next, here's what's going on, where are the orders? And they, and we'll talk for ten to fifteen minutes to just get caught up. And any questions that they have, they'll reach out to me. But we now have this talking relationship mm-hmm. and it is very much like dating. Yes, it's like uh, dating. Yeah. And so uh how do you find the right factory? The same way you find the right girlfriend or boyfriend or spouse or whatever you, you, as you said, you start, you start narrowing it down. Now, now that going back and forth, 
it takes time. Yeah. You know, it messes up your schedule. You want to go into the gym in the morning, but you're up late at night or early in the morning, you know, exchanging a few sentences back and forth. Now, the way you, if you, let's say you're up against a constraint, you know, you have to get stuff ready for, this is Christmas season. Yeah. Let's say it's summertime. You're like, I got to get this stuff ready for Christmas season. Going back and forth online is going to be a little bit slow. Yeah. You can you can start on Alibaba or AliExpress or something, and we're ready to get to the next step. Find someone like myself, oh yeah, who can take you there and actually put you in front of a factory. So that conversation that you've been having for about a week, mm-hmm. you can go over those details in about a couple minutes, yes, an hour, yeah, like a week of conversation you can knock out in about an hour. Yes. And that would be some where I'm at right now is I've yet to take a trip yes. to China and I'm now realizing mm-hmm. the importance of it of man, I want things to move faster now than they are. Yeah. Also another thing, you're the decision maker. Mm-hmm. You're not talking to the decision maker when you're talking to Alibaba. You're talking to a someone who was an English major who represents the decision maker. Oh, got it. Yes. And so uh, terms and price and sometimes detail might get lost in translation. You know, it's like it's the telephone game. Sure. So you're not talking to your equal on Alibaba. You're talking to the assistant. Yeah. You know, or the rep or someone who has a computer in Starbucks. So you're able to, you can't really always do that factory walkthrough. Mm-hmm. You can't say, oh, you guys do that too? Oh, what's that about? So so you're able to go and touch base, shake some hands, and not just become a number, but they're like, oh, that's Brian. Let's do his stuff good. And then you're able to, um, you're also able to show your potential of why they want to take you serious. Okay. Why... You know, his order might be a little bit small, this first test order, but why do we want to put his head and do it? Oh, because he might have all this juice. He might, here's a picture of him and this famous person. This is him and such and such. And this is his, uh, um, we say the term is face. Brian has a lot of face, yep. a lot of, uh, you know, um, you know, a lot of that thing, you know, yeah, a lot yeah. of juice. This is why we want to take him seriously. Now, in terms of quantities, mm-hmm. right? So if someone's you know, wanting, I mean, I guess I'm taking this from a getting started standpoint because yeah. there was a year ago, I'd never done anything with sourcing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, once they start to, to want to do this, what would you say would be like the unit numbers mm-hmm. of like, do you think if they're like, I want to start with selling a single product, the first step should be go right to China and meet the right factories and get it done right? Or would you suggest you know, tinkering around a little bit and trying to tiptoe into the water with some communication back and forth? Well, it, de- it depends. It depends, okay. you know, like uh, it depends what they have on their side. So let's say uh, if they, let's say they have like ability to get it off. Okay. Let's say they're using advertisement and they have those ears, they have those eyes they have a lot of, you know, people who can come and see what they're doing. I would say go over to, go to China quickly because you have something that's turnkey once you get it yep. to get it off to the masses. Do it the right way. If you're kind of, you don't know, if you're kind of like, 
undecided, I would say get your your get your um maybe get your weight up as far as being able to get out to the masses. Yep. And um the the goal, the goal is to get there. Cause the goal is to have a good product. And the goal is to do it for a long term and to have multiple products coming out. That's the goal. So um you know, not everyone can get there initially, but just know that you are going to get there because you're going to have a product and products yeah. and a product line and marketing materials that will go for a long distance. So you have to eventually get there. Um, there means, there's so many steps. Yeah, I, mean, I know there's, there's so a many lot of ways to, to, to... There's definitely a lot. I mean, when you think about it, there are thousands tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of factories in china yes so i mean with any specific thing you take anything you want to make uh, a fruit basket right that you want to sell online there can be hundreds of factories that can manufacture that exact one you know when they when you work with people and go over to china do you go and tour all hundred or do you automatically know here is the best one with the best price. Cause sometimes there's people that come where they're just starting out where they may not have huge budgets. Yeah. There's other times that it might be, you know, a, a national retail chain, yes. um, like a supermarket. And mm -hmm. they're like, we want, you know, a million of these units or mm -hmm. it's Walmart. We want to be able to, to sell this to everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, how does that kind of change who you go and approach and talk to? Well, I look at the people I the, the client who I take over, I say, okay, how do you see your, your business going in the future? How, and these are the things from, from, from a handbago. How do I want to scale? Do I want to be able to scale quickly? What do I want to be able to do afterwards as far as scaling? And when they say, okay, I want to be able to scale in this way. And I know, you know, I know China very well, mm -hmm. you know, like I know, okay, in this part of the country, they're doing heavy machinery. In this part, they're doing more soft goods, more, you know, uh, smaller machinery. This, this, in this area, they're doing tech. So I know where to go based off of that. And I can see if someone says, Mike, I was talking to this person. I said, okay, where, where's the factory? I can look and say, okay, that factory, that's a good area because I know that this, all the components mm -hmm. that this factory is using, this area has them. Let's say, for instance, when I was first doing the embargo, the first factory was in a city called Guilin. Guilin is, they have to, their hardware, they don't make the hardware. They have to bring it from Guangzhou. Their lining is from Guangzhou, and they're about eight hours away. So, yeah, they can get it done over there, but I, I know that those, their ingredients are coming from somewhere else. Yeah. It, Shenzhen is tech. So I, I wouldn't, a company that's doing tech in, let's say, another city, like maybe Lil Zoe, I said, uh, that looks kind of off. All the different competitors, all the competing factories for tech are in Shenzhen. Maybe you should go to Shenzhen. And so that's how I kind of know where to go. And also, I've built a lot of relationships. So now, if there's something I don't know, I can just lean on my relationships and say, I need to get this done. Mm -hmm. And they will, I leverage my relationships that way. They say, okay, well, yeah, you can get, you know, uh, 
here, my friend does this. And all these relationships are people who've done business together. Yep. So they're pretty verified. So once you get in, you know, with, with say, someone who's a, you know, a, a Chinese production expert, they have a lot of relationships, they have knowledge, and they will kind of know where to take it. And, um, but sometimes, you know, it's, it's honestly a, you know, how do you know who you want to marry unless you go and see everybody? Yeah. You know, so that, that, you know, and look, anyone who's been to like a Guangzhou trade fair or any trade fair in China, they'll tell you the same thing. They'll say, man, I thought I knew it. I went over there and I said, I didn't know. And it's, it's uh, doing that kind of um, research and going there and get your foot on the, on the ground. It's, you might know this much yeah. before you start, which might be a lot. You can make some make this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, from my own personal journey, you know, I'm very much like when I travel, uh-huh. there's, there are times where I'm like, I want a guide. And then there's times where I'm like, I want to get my hands dirty. Like mm-hmm. I'll go into a town and rent a scooter yes, and be like, I'll be back in two hours and I'll go ride around and get lost in the city. That's the best way. And then eventually I'll come back. Oh, I know where, I know where a lot of stuff's at. Um, you know, having done that, mm-hmm. but having gone down this journey of, you know, sourcing a product, I now realize, man, there are some critical points that are really valuable that I think relationships and knowledge mm-hmm. of that area can be, which is, you know, one, everyone tells you, yeah, we can do it. Um, and there's a lot that goes into that, meaning, you know, equipment, um, materials, price, you know, if they have the ability to do it at scale or they're making hundreds of thousands of units of what it is that you're looking to do, that's totally different from someone that's like, well, we could make, you know, a couple hundred a day. You know, mm-hmm. the prices are obviously going to be able to scale um, a lot better with with the larger one. And so, but then sometimes the larger uh, factories won't take you because they're like, no, we're working with these other big companies and we don't have time for a small sample order. Mm-hmm. So you might never even get into the big factory. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of like, like a little chessboard, you have to play your moves as you grow yes. and based on where you're at. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Well, that's that's absolutely right. You know, and and you know, getting lost is is a is a wonderful thing. It just depends on your time. Yeah. You know, do you have the time to get lost? <laughs> do you have the what are your constraints? You know, getting lost and getting hurt and getting beat up is the best learning. If you can bounce bounce back, <laughs> you know. Uh it's just do you have the time and and you want to find someone who can grow with you. That biggest factory might not be for you. You want a factory that will grow with you. And sometimes you might outgrow the small factory to move to another one. Or let's say uh let's say one of the managers for this factory who really liked you moves on. And so now there's you know, a pharaoh who didn't who doesn't know Joseph. Yep. You know, you wanna it, it, you have to keep those relationships. And these things have all happened to me. I had a factory that was great. We did a lot of business together for about five years. And then the prototype guy left. He knows all of the things that I like to see. Mm-hmm. The factory doesn't tell me that he left. And I'm saying, hey, I want you to make you know, this bag the same way you guys made this other bag a year ago. You guys have, know. here's the picture. I need the same leather, same thickness, same stitching, everything. Like, they didn't tell me. Because, you know, the culture is different. You know, here in America, we're very straightforward. Yeah, we can do. No, we can't do. Oh, that guy left. Oh, you're too small. We're very straightforward. China, it's kind of circular. 
they don't tell you things straightforward, mm-hmm. L- at least not traditionally. The newer generation, yeah, but it's kind of circular. So you have to be able to read through the lines. And even me being there for like three, four years, this is like uh, six years ago, I didn't know that they had, had left, the you know, the guy had left, lost the prototypes, all this stuff. They don't want to tell me. Can you guys do it? Yeah, we could do it. Pay the deposit. I'm like, but you guys need to show me what I made yeah. last time. So, uh, it, but you know, with doing your, you know, your experience gets bigger, you know, but, uh, I love it. I love it. What would be, you know, um, for someone starting out, mm-hmm. what would be kind of budgets on what you would think, you know, you, you know, knowing what you know mm-hmm. from embargo and being yes. like, I'm going to build this from the ground, I believe, right. You've mm-hmm. started it from scratch and you've mm-hmm. grown it up. I mean, when you first started, you had to be able to get products made. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to get collections made. Mm-hmm. You know, generally, you start with smaller orders, you get sales, and then you order more and more and more, and it mm-hmm. kind of you know snowballs from there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what would what would you your estimates be on kind of price points for people when they're getting started into sourcing? Like, That's what should question. they be prepared for? So I, I I took a client over this past November. Okay, I'll tell you his story. So he had been in the game for a while. He makes hair pomade. Very okay. nice stuff. Um, shout out to Cold Label. Nice. And so he was getting his his um, his cans, you know, that he put the pomade in for, I think he was buying them at a dollar. He was buying 10000 at a time. All right? And, um, and he'd been buying them on Alibaba. So we go over there and we really crunch it down. We go and speak to people who are doing, you know, packaging you know, tin can packaging. And we were able to get that price below one fifth the cost we was buying before. So he's already, you know, he, you get to start. Yep. He, he's, he's already he's started. He's paying a dollar per tin and then they fill it up with the actual he, hair he, product. He, he does the, the, the uh, filling on this side, but the actual tins. So the, just the container. Just container. a dollar and you got it down, one fifth would be below 20 cents. Yeah, but not just that screen printed also which means he doesn't have to buy labels so he's buying before he's buying a can and he has to also buy labels i think he had to buy the labels like twenty thousand labels at a time yep he's able to get it down and he had to buy maybe i think twenty five thousand. but his cost for twenty five thousand is now less than his cost for ten thousand and you don't have to have the label cost what else does he see there he sees we're able to go to the paper box packaging. So now his gift box sets that he sends to his influencers, he gets them lower and they look better. So he's just, he's already been in the game. You have to start out. Yeah. You have to start out, you have to get into the market. Yep. But he's able to buy more. Yeah. Get it at a small, a, a lower price, better presentation. Oh, for sure. So it's, it always, de- it depends on the, on the, on what you're doing, but one of the um, key things you can remember is whatever you're getting over there is going to be a lot less than just going through Alibaba. So would you would you say this then that most of the people who are going through Alibaba to they're source their products are paying more? They're paying more, and they're not getting the details that they want, and they're not getting they're not getting access to the to that factory's 
other contacts and other wares that they do. Remember, when you go to a dinner with, let's say, um, I go with, um, let's say, I have a friend, Mr. Chun. I go with Chun to dinner. Chun's going to bring his other contacts who are kind of in in business that he, other businesses that he's close. Let's say Chun makes bags. He's bringing this other guy who makes shoes. He's bringing this other guy who makes who does packaging. We're all going to eat and drink tea, and I get access to them, and I also get better price and better terms from Chun when yeah. I go over there. So you, what you what you're going to spend here going over there? Yeah. A lot lower and you're getting a lot a lot a lot um more variety and you're getting something more to what you want to do. Got it. So now so walk me through this. If mm -hmm. I wanted to if I say Mike, yeah. I need some help. Okay. I think I I've, I've got a couple products. They're up, they're rolling. I think they might be overcharging me. Yeah. I don't know if I'm getting the best service. I say, I sign up. How, what happens next? We jump on a plane or I meet you in China? Well, well we, How does this work? We would first schedule a, a discovery call on okay. chinasourcingsecret.com, chinasourcingsecret. And then I would try to find out exactly uh, what your needs are, what you're doing and what your future goals are so that I can best, uh, you know, match you with a factory or, you know, like give you some, some, sure, some sure. future steps. And how long is this process? Like, so we do the discovery call. Yeah. And then, I mean, I, I'm I want to jump on a plane. <laughs> I want to go, I want to go see some factories and yes. start meeting people. Are you there for like a day? Are you there for a week? Are you there for a, a month? How long is this process? Okay. So there's going to be, um, there's a, it can be fast. My fa my fastest trip in China has been one day. Okay. I've gone in one day, but I know, you know, I'm I know what I need. You know what you're doing, you're going right yeah, in. Yeah, I I I go in, I have some stuff shipped to my friend's restaurant, go check it out, do a few more orders, bam, go out, see some friends, next day I'm out. So but you have a learning curve. So in order to make it as beneficial to you, we have to, um, there's time for you to understand things. You're not just meeting and getting that connect and seeing the source, but you also have to learn uh, a few cultural cues. Okay. So you don't drop the ball before it's even in your hand. And so that they don't also drop the ball, you know? So it, it's, um, we do a call and then we try to have about a month to three weeks planning before you go over. Yes. So you know exactly who you want to see mm -hmm. uh, and the appointments. I'm guessing you line them up or the client lines them up. How does that work? Uh, if the client has been in contact with okay. a few, we line up with who they've been in contact with. But then I always like to, I like to my, my job is to overwhelm somebody. Yep. So I like to overwhelm them and give them a lot more um, uh, contacts and appointments. And so we will, we line up with, who they've been with, and then I also line up other ones who I think that they, they might not even thought of. Let's say their packaging or their tags or shipping companies or third-party um, quality control companies. Okay. You know. Now, is there, a, you know, a lot of times when people are starting out, there's yes. kind of minimums, right? The, yes, the, there's the minimums. The factories want you to make as many as possible because yes. they're spending the time to do it. Mm -hmm. um, 
I know a lot of times business owners who are trying to source products mm -hmm. are trying to get into the uh, a marketplace with a product yes. with probably minimal expenses. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you could say that, you know, that without putting tons of stuff down, they want to make sure it can sell through and then yes. they can order more consistently. Um, is there a minimum quantity that you found is kind of a sweet spot? There's minimums. Now it depends on each, each different, uh, each different, um, industry. Okay. But there are minimums. Um, Usually, for rule of thumb, your smaller products, okay, bigger minimums. Your bigger products, not so, you know, not so. But what not, would be a small product like an iPhone? Would that be a small product? No, or like, let's say, like a water instance, bottle cap. Let's say this cap. Okay. You know, that that's going to have a um, uh, a um, higher a, higher minimum. Higher minimum. Okay. And then also you have um, now now one thing. Your minimums might be high, but your cost to make each unit might be very low. And what you, a lot of people go to companies and they say, hey, what's your minimum? That's not that's the a, best. That's not the best opener. No. Now, why? Because that's like, let's say if you're dating, it's like, what are you going to do for me? Mm -hmm. You know? But if you try to convey that you are the right partner for them. You know, you always say, I need a test order first to check quality. But if you're the right partner, you want to convey that you want to convey long term relationship. Yeah, that's what you want to convey. And you want to make them think, OK, even if this guy's first orders are smaller, the the ones in the future will be bigger. Yeah. So that's what now, now I used to always ask, OK, what's the minimum? What's the minimum? You know, especially when I learned Mandarin. OK. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, how much do I have to do? I ask it in Chinese all the time. And they would say, that's what you ask here. And people are really straightforward. But over there, it's kind of offsetting. And, you know, so sometimes I don't even talk numbers if I've already, I kind of know. The, the ranges of yeah, what they'll do. I won't do. talk numbers. I'll talk. I'll just build a relationship and see if they can do it. And then when it's time to get busy, Let's do a test to test quality, test quality and test timing. Mm -hmm. Can you produce it under the quality and can you produce it in the time that you say? That's fantastic advice. I, I, I read something like that online uh -huh. and I did, you know, cause I was talking with a lot of factories and mm -hmm. they are very good at communicating back. And I, yes. I was all of a sudden be, realized I was overwhelmed trying to talk with 10 different factories at the same time who are all sending samples and I ended up being like, let me focus on one to two. Mm -hmm. And then I spent the time to try to be like, here's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. This is what we're, we're building. This is the brand here. We're doing a photo shot or a photo shoot today. What do you guys think of the photos? Like I would try to do back and forth. Mm -hmm. And what happened was they were like, we love working with you. Mm -hmm. And so right from the beginning, they were like, this guy is not messing around. Mm -hmm. He's doing this stuff. He's building stuff. What, what his website and yeah. his social media looks like is he's going somewhere. And they were like, what do you need? You know, we'll open the doors. Uh, yeah, we can do that. And, you know, questions like how long would it take? Or I need to get it here by this day. Can we rush it? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden they're like, yep, let's see how we can work. Or mm -hmm. we can't do it the normal way, but we're looking at alternatives. Mm -hmm. And you start to have, you know, what I view is very much a partnership. Yes. Like you and I, we're, we're going to be working for together for a while. Mm -hmm. Um 
And, uh, you know, now they'll tell me, they'll shoot me stuff being like, Hey, I'm heading out for a holiday. Yes. I'll be out for four days. If you need anything, let me know and I will get back to it. So they're, they're now, you know, communicating with me in advance mm -hmm. about where they are. And so, I mean, now that we're in this, you know, consistent, um, dialogue, it, it works well, but there's still moments where I've asked them, Hey, I think this one element is too expensive, mm -hmm. like packaging, packaging seems high to me. And they're like, no, we can do it. And I'm like, man, I need to get there mm -hmm. or I need to start talking with a packaging company. Yeah. Cause they do the product, but there's a packaging company, but those packaging companies can show you, okay, if we use this kind of board or we use this kind of printing, or we do, uh, something like this, it could be less expensive. They can show yeah, you the options. Yeah. Cause packaging is its own product. Oh, you know, what's so funny is, I mean, I went to downtown LA. I mean, you talk about that, but there's, you know, a big kind of, uh, there's a big, you know, industrial area downtown. And I was like, I want to look at packaging. So I went down to try to, uh, on a weekend to try to find some packaging places. And I walk in there and it was sparse and the people were, I was like, Hey, I'm looking for the different types of thickness of cardboard for boxes to get some ideas. And they're like, yeah, go look in the back corner. And yeah. they were like, we don't really care if you're here or not. And we have a couple things and just buy what you want. And I was like, man, like I wanted to get into, and I was like, where did the boxes come from? And they're like, they all come from China. Yes. And I was like, that's where I need to go to, yes. to talk and to the you'll people. And you have a, such a, a more favorable experience mm. doing business in China versus, look, I do business here all the time. I buy things here also. But I'm telling you, like, Doing it over there, it's it's a wonderful thing. If you look on my Instagram, Wogu Winning, mm -hmm. you'll see like like clips. That's W O G U G U Winning. Winning. If you look okay. on there, you'll see clips of my like clients going over there and happy. Look at the stories or in the highlights, you'll see. You know. Well, I mean, you you call it China Sourcing Secret .com. Yes, it should be called Save Eighty Percent over <laughs> Alibaba. That's the Mike. secret. Yeah. But people don't believe it. Look. I mean, that's that's one of the biggest secrets of success is if you can get your products made at the most efficient price, mm -hmm. you've already won one of the biggest battles because you, out of the block, are more competitive than with anyone else that's trying to sell similar items. And for long term. Yeah. So you're, 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 you're looking at price. Yep. You're looking at the quality for what you want. And you're looking at a long term partner. So that you can make those claims of, yeah, when a store says, hey, can you guys supply? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can supply. When? At this time. You can say it and actually believe it. Yeah. You know, versus say it and like, I'm not sure. They might get it wrong. and You know, so it, it's, you know, you want to have confidence when you're talking. And then also, you want to have this thing uh, nailed down so that when you're with a company like Advertisement, you can now really index and go hard on the marketing and spend those marketing dollars. Yeah. Because if your product is crappy, spending those dollars is, is you're going to advertise to everyone, hey, my stuff sucks. Oh, it's, it's so true. You know, when it comes <laughs> back there, we've been approached by a lot of people that are like, I did the, the least amount of work on the product, mm -hmm. but I know I can spend a ton with Facebook and just make everyone know about it. And usually those ones, for the most part, crash and burn. Mm -hmm. um, it's the the companies that take the time to create a, create a great product. They take care of their customers. You know, they put the time into actually growing the business. Um, are the ones that get the most value out of Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. um, it's crazy how how we've just seen it time and time again.
And the cool thing about today is that now even a small company with Facebook ads and with like a, not just Facebook ads, but with a company that mm-hmm. understands Facebook ads, like advertisement, a, a company that knows what they're doing, you can actually like be in your closet, but you really go and, and align yourself with this company, that these expert marketing companies, yeah. you can really push it. You can, re- you don't gotta be, there's no barrier except knowing the right person. And then in China, knowing the right person. So you, now it's just knowing the right person yeah. that will take you. You don't, you don't have to have a huge storefront and you don't have to have, you know, like the world's gotten smaller. Oh, for sure. You know? For sure. And I think that, you know, the thing about sourcing that was so exciting for me is with tools like Amazon FBA mm-hmm. and and we went and toured one of the Amazon warehouses where the products get shipped. So, I mean, I order stuff from China. It comes, I never see it. It goes into a warehouse mm-hmm. in Amazon, a customer orders it and they get it in a day. Yes. They're happy. You know, Amazon takes a big cut. You know, I've got to pay some fees, but mm-hmm. there's multiple big players Yes, and I can do that from anywhere. Mm-hmm. I can do it from my bedroom. I can do it from a beach. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on a computer computer saying, here are the products I want ordered. I send money, they go, they get shipped. And then I just monitor these little processes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there, I see a lot of people that just can create one or a couple of really good products mm-hmm. and be able to do extremely well yes. and create this either second source of revenue in their life mm-hmm. or a primarily a, a first one where they're like, yes. this is now more than I was making at my job, yes. being able to connect these dots. And I mean, if you're able to cut costs by 80%, Oh yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to be signing up to take a trip. Oh yeah. And, and also you're, you're, you're cutting your costs. You're getting to the decision maker. You're seeing more options of what they have and you're seeing how to make your product, uh, uh, prettier. Yep. You're also looking at different shippers. So you have different shipping options. Mm -hmm. You could have slow or fast, you know, and then also, you know, we have the, um, the whole tariff thing. You have partners. You, instead of you just thinking about how you can get around the tariffs, you have other Chinese partners who are helping you figure that out. Uh, we didn't even get into tariffs yet, Yeah, which is, I mean, that's, that's a big thing that's up. In, they are able to help you figure it out. Oh, they, I love yeah, that. All, so it really is China sourcing secret. Like you've got the goods. All right, so we're, we're out of time for today, but if you want to learn more uh, or you want to take a trip with Mike uh, and be able to go and work directly with the factories and just do it right from the beginning, uh, go to chinasourcingsecret.com. Yep. Uh, man, this is, it's been fascinating to have you here. It's just, it, I feel like we could talk for hours and hours yes. on this topic um, because I just I find it fascinating in terms of how the world is changing. Yes. Um, for everyone to be able to create products that they want mm-hmm. um, and be able to get into the, the marketplace and be able to, to be competitive. Yes, and also um, um, uh, there's a few things people don't really, they really don't get. China, a lot of Chinese entrepreneurs, they want their money outside, not inside. So they see it as a, big, a good investment them uh, investing in your business if they think you're a good partner. 
Like the factories will invest? Yeah. Ooh, Sometimes as far as better terms. Okay. I'll give them better terms or I'll give them a smaller minimum. Or when we them, they've done more business, maybe I'll invest a little bit more. That's good to know. Yeah. Any any other kind if of final tips? If they see you as a good partner. You said, you said three things right before you said that. That was the first one. Did you have some other tips? Um, You're great. Um, I put you on the spot. No, uh, I love giving tips. Um, when you're there, j just think, just think, okay, it's circular. If you could just think circular, everything over there is circular. Okay. The reasoning circular, the communication's not always as direct. Where you sit in a table is circular. Your questions, okay, can you do this or not? You're going to come in a little bit circular. Okay. Also, when they bring friends, they're bringing a circle of their friends. So um, you that's why I want to take more people so I can have a circle of my friends when I bring them. Also, uh, um, you eating food. All So the deal is not done in the office or like it, it's cemented over a meal or over tea. We go into the office and try to crank this business. No, no. You go to the office, go to the showroom to see stuff. Then you go and you hang out, eat tea, show family, uh, show pictures of family and stuff and just basically kind of hang out. Yeah. And, and you might think, oh, that's a waste of time. No, you do this one day, the next day, everything starts to move very, very fast. And so it's kind of like a circle. It's, it's not so straight. It's a circle, but that circle is uh, so powerful. And the word for the circle is, or for relationship is guanxi. Okay. And so as a business person who wants to build product, you have to build your guanxi, your connection. Things move with connections here, but over there, big time. And so if you have a company who can help you with Facebook ads, like advertisement, the next step is build your guangxi. You'll be unstoppable. Oh, that's really fantastic advice. <laughs> Michael, thank you so much for oh, being man, here today. You. It's great to have you on the show. Um, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Duke of Digital podcast with Brian Meert. Want to network with other business owners? Join our exclusive group at facebook.com slash groups slash Duke of Digital. Fancy the Duke? Leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app and you could be mentioned on the show. The Duke of Digital was produced by Advertise Mint and recorded in Hollywood, California. All rights reserved.